This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today, breaking news in both the presidential race and the Hunter Biden investigation and satanic abortions are now all the rage, according to a popular magazine marketed to, of course, young women. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and I'm joined today by America's favorite cowboy, the one and only Chad Prather, host so. of the Chad Prather Show, <laughs> who I introduced you as America's favorite cowboy, and I forgot you were wearing a baseball cap. Mm. It's fine. I'm America's favorite baseball player. <laughs> it's, it's all fine. It's all fine. Uh, joining us along for the ride, it is his first time on the program, we have Blaze News writer Andrew Chapados. We're glad you're here. He's all the way from Canada. From Canada. A. 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 He already knew I was going to yeah, the A. Right. Ah. How, how cold is it right now in, in Toronto? 60 degrees, probably. Nice. No, that's not cold. Wait, wait, wait. Blazing hot. Se se uh, Fahrenheit. I did the conversion <laughs> in my mind. Hold on. Celsius, that would, be, <laughs> that, would, that would be the sun. Yeah, that would be way hotter. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. There's global warming, I heard. So. Not yet. Well, I don't know. There's always a threat of it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's All right. always a threat of it. Um, a couple things to address here. Number one, we did do some back pay here uh, at, on the swear jar. Oh, wow. So we do have whatever I owe, whatever the hell I owe you guys. Hold some of that up. Those are fat stacks, girl. Here you go. You dealing drugs? I'm not telling you. <laughs> you better tell me. <laughs> you don't need to know how I get my money. So here you go. All is well. I'm sure I will burn through all of this uh, very God, soon. You can cuss for days. <laughs> and I will. Um, another thing that I do need to um, <clears throat> address that it's going to be really difficult to get this one out. Um, North Dakota <laughs> Governor Doug Burgum did announce this morning <laughs> he is suspending his campaign for presidency. <clears throat> yes, that's right. R.I.P. Moment of silence for the Doug Burgum campaign. Okay, I think we're good now. Uh, he released a press statement read by approximately five people outside of the media that said, today we have made the decision to suspend our campaign for president of the United States. Our decision to run came from a place of caring deeply about every American and our mission to reestablish trust in American leadership and our institutions of democracy. In community after community, we have witnessed the best of America and we are deeply grateful to everyone who supported us along the way. Again, like I think that was just his family and people who wanted the $20 gift cards that he was giving away. So congrats to them, I guess, for uh, helping game the system. And with that, Doug Burgum, another one bites the dust. I thought he dropped out months ago. <laughs> I know. I was like, Doug Burgum was still in? I didn't know he was still in there. Yeah. Does anybody take these campaigns seriously? I know it, it's got to be just for raising funding. Is that 
Is there any other possibility? I know Tim Scott, every time he runs, he's one of the people who get the most donations per person, I think. He's way up there on these donation charts. And you, ha and you have to imagine that a lot of these things are, let's collect a lot of emails, get a lot of donations, and we'll think about it again in another four years. It kind of reminds me of Andrew Yang, who never accomplished anything. Right. And he runs for something every once in a while, gets a bunch of money, blows it, and then, I don't know, what did he do? eat whipped cream off of some kid one time. Yeah, that was, that was his, wild. Most viral moment. Yeah, uh, and not in a good way either. It was not the way you want to go viral. Um, but no, you're right. I mean, there there is, of course, gathering campaign funds, and then there is, um, you know, maybe raising your profile, name recognition, perhaps trying to throw your hat into the ring for a cabinet position. I don't think that that's what Doug Burgum was in it for, though. So, I mean, maybe a Nikki Haley. Maybe a Nikki Haley is in it for some sort of cabinet position. Now, I don't know how you do that while trashing Trump, because certainly Trump's not going to make you anything anymore. Um, Vivek, I think, is a good one. I think possibly Vivek could be running for a cabinet position, maybe, um, to get that name recognition. But other than that, yeah, I mean, the Chris Christie's and the Doug Burgum's and, you know, I mean, there are, I think, several people that I, we were reading a list the other day and I was like, who? Yeah. Like, there are still some obscure people that I haven't even heard. Asa Hutchinson, I think, mm -hmm. is still in the race. Yeah. I mean, many. he hasn't been in a debate since the first one, has he? Not too many Burgum bumper stickers out there for you to see. No, and you know, I mean, was and not I mean, a thing, again, I mean, they like him in North Dakota. I, I'm, he probably could have been a decent I'll tell you this. Person to, you know, to hold that position. When I saw him in the first debate, I don't know why we're spending this much time talking about Doug Burgum. I'll no get clue. to the actual breaking news in a second. But it was fascinating because um, when I watched him in the, in the debate, I did, like, I thought he did pretty well. I mean, for not, and no one knowing who he was, I did feel like he held his own. Yeah, he's a billionaire, right? Charisma. Yeah, he was mostly self-funded, yes. Yeah. Yes. He peaced. Yeah. He, it was a self-financed campaign, and then, like I said, he uh, kind of gamed the system by telling people if they sent him a dollar, they would, he would send him, he would send them like a $20 gift card. So he qualified for uh, the debates because you had to have a certain amount of donors, and that was how he met that threshold. Wow. So I, I was like, I kind of like that. That's kind of genius. I, I appreciate the, the, the loophole player. All right, that's fine. Um, okay, okay, yeah, he's gone. So, RIP, Doug Burgum. If y'all will send Bergamento. me a dollar, my Venmo is Chad Prather 22 <laughs> If you'll send me a dollar, I will send you this, this crisp. hundred, this crisp right here. I will, it's, that's a, that denomination is 100, that's a Benjamin Franklin. And I'll send you that. For and that's every dollar. all he's going to say about that. For every dollar you send me, I'll Chad send you Prather one of those. Chad Prather, twenty-two on Venmo. Send me a dollar. We don't have Venmo in Canada. So you'll get nothing back. Oh no! I'll just profit that dollar seventy-six. Yeah. But you will. <laughs> but you will be contributing to Blaze News in a way. Mm, correct. So. Yeah. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer announced this morning that President Joe Biden actually did it turns out, receive these directly monthly payments, which the left kept saying, there, look, there's nothing there, there's absolutely no evidence, what are you talking about? And, you know, while the Oversight Committee can only unravel what they can unravel, it did seem like a very slow-going process of, all right, give us the beef. We know, we know that there's fire there because we've seen all the smoke, but where is the fire? Uh, well, James Comer announced today that uh, he did, Joe, receive these directly monthly payments from Hunter Biden's OWASCO PC business account, 
which of course was the same exact uh, bank account that received all of these CCP related uh, payments as well. I want to play, it's a little long, but I want to play it just because James Comer did take the time to kind of spell this out so clearly. I want to play James Comer earlier today uh, detailing these direct payments to Papa Joe. Watch. President Joe Biden claimed there was an absolute wall between his official government duties and his family's influence peddling schemes. This was a lie. President Joe Biden claimed his family didn't receive money from China. This was a lie. President Joe Biden claimed he never spoke to his son, Hunter Biden, about the Biden's family's shady business dealings. This was a lie. Now, Hunter Biden's legal team and the White House's media allies claim Hunter's corporate entities never made payments directly to Joe Biden. We can officially add this latest talking point to the list of lies. Today, the House Oversight Committee is releasing subpoenaed bank records that show Hunter Biden's business entity, Owasco PC, made direct monthly payments to Joe Biden. This wasn't a payment from Hunter Biden's personal account, but an account for his corporation that received payments from China and other shady corners of the world. At this moment, Hunter Biden is under an investigation by the Department of Justice for using Owasco PC for tax evasion and other serious crimes. And based on whistleblower testimony, we know the Justice Department made a concerted effort to prevent investigators from asking questions about Joe Biden. I wonder why. The more we learn, it appears the Justice Department was trying to cover up for the Bidens until brave IRS whistleblowers came forward and a federal judge rejected the sweetheart plea deal. Payments from Hunter's business entity to Joe Biden are now part of a pattern revealing Joe Biden knew about participated in and benefited from his family's influence peddling schemes. When Joe Biden was vice president, he spoke by phone, attended dinners, and had coffee with his son's foreign business associates. He allowed his son to catch a ride on Air Force Two at least a dozen times to sell the Biden brand around the world. Hunter Biden requested office keys to be made for his office mate, Joe Biden, in space, he planned to share with a Chinese energy company. We've revealed how Joe Biden received checks from his family that were funded by the Biden's influence peddling schemes with China, no less. The House Oversight Committee continues to investigate Joe Biden's involvement in his family's domestic and international business schemes at a rapid pace. We will continue to uncover the facts and provide transparency about the findings of our investigation. President Biden and his family must be held accountable for this blatant corruption, the American people expect no less. At what point are we going to admit there's no <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> no, <laughs> no <laughs> and who gives a <laughs> James? Because you're not going to do anything about it. Mm. You're not going to do a damn thing about it because you don't give a damn. You're more worried about getting George Santos out. You don't care about any of the other garbage that's going on in Washington, D.C. Because you know what? You guys are raising money off of this. So as long as you continue to raise all these millions of dollars for the GOP, you're not going to do a damn thing about it. That's a fact. And you can read off all the crap because we know, we know, we know, we know. You know what? Just like I'm throwing this money around, we know the Bidens, that's all they've ever done. Here's some money for Ukraine. Here's some money for China. Put my son on Air Force Two. He's going to come back with a billion dollars. You know what? If you don't do this, well, you're not going to get the billion dollars. Well, son of a did it. Mm -hmm. 
We know. Stop saying this garbage. Don't read it off. We've got the evidence. It's done. <laughs> it's done. It is, it is frustrating because, again, it's like we keep hearing this from them. Uh, like, well, we're don't, well, we're investigating. Well, I mean, we may have the votes for a formal impeachment inquiry. You know, it's like, guys, what are we doing here? We've already seen more evidence than you guys have ever tied to Donald Trump for literally anything other than a phone call to Ukraine to root out all of the corruption. I, I felt like I, you would correct Well, we're already late in the production day and <laughs> your, sure. your producers are cussing me in the, in the control room because now they got to go bleep all that out. <laughs> I felt like and I'd it's give like, them listen, one. guys, I'll pay you. I'd give them one. I felt like I'd give them one. But Andrew, to Chad's point, I mean, it is kind of like, all right, but what are you going to do about it? There's a lot of talk, a lot of talk about all the things that Joe Biden did. If it's not followed up by an impeachment vote and putting everyone on record, what does it matter? Yeah, I don't think anything's going to happen. I wish I had a good swear jar bit to get to, but I don't. <laughs> um, we've seen the, the shady dinners with the Kazakh billionaires and everything, hunters, transfers to buy his brand new car, and all of this stuff too. And I think that happened in 2018. So they're going to come back. They're going to say, well, he wasn't vice president at the time. He wasn't right. running for president at the time. There's nothing wrong with that. Then they'll point to something maybe Trump did out of mm -hmm. you know, Latvia, let's right, go for it. Yeah. And they'll say, you know, what has he done that's actually illegal, that's, uh, that's representative of something that he's done that can put him up for impeachment. That's not going to happen. And like you said, Chad, they're, they're focused on so many other things. And this impeachment talk, which has been going on for months and months, how much more control do they need? How many more speakers do they need to oust before they actually do do something? Mm -hmm. The new speaker comes in, he says nothing about anything other than giving money away. Mm -hmm. And I think at this point, especially with the Hunter and Joe Biden stuff, everybody's waiting to see if anything happens or else they're not going to believe it. I don't believe it when they come up and do a nice three-minute video of, that was a lie too, and that was a lie, <laughs> and this was a lie. I'm like, oh, that's great that you had somebody write that for you, but is anything actually going to happen? And I don't think it will. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, by the way, I mean, you're absolutely right in the way that you characterize that uh, as far as, you know, the left will be, it's, it will be very, uh, it's like the, their playbook. They'll say, well, but it was 2018. He wasn't vice president at the time. Well, it's weird because if that's true and if all of this was on the up and up, I don't know why he'd lie about it and say, I've never done business dealings with my, my son. I've never talked to him about his business dealings. I have nothing to do with any of his business dealings. And then all of these, all of these uh, little details start coming out that prove that that's completely incorrect, that he actually did have a lot to do with it, actually. I mean, unless you believe that he was talking with Hunter's business associates about the weather like Dan Goldman. But, um, you know, it's fascinating because it's like, well, I mean, why lie then? Why not just say, mm -hmm. yeah, I was a private citizen and I did business deals with my son. I'm allowed to do that. That would be the answer if you're not shady and you know that what you did was on the up and up. I, I'm sure it was just a coincidence, though, that, uh, you know, he did in, engage himself in all of these business meetings and, you know, uh, Hunter hopped on Air Force Two and all of these other things. And then conveniently, he gets these payments. But I mean, look, the Washington Post has totally debunked it. They said Comer mischaracterized Hunter Biden's car payment reimbursement to his dad because it was just mm. it was he was just helping him pay for a car, just like he was helping his brother pay for a house. Because, you know, as a public servant, Joe Biden just has all of this money stashed up, all of this liquid, just cash, just laying around to just throw at his family oh, on this years, public servant you know, salary. 50 years as a public servant. I got to get a crackhead son. <laughs> um, because apparently there's lucrative business. Apparently. There. I mean, a guy that can afford $10,000 a night hookers and write it off. 
The guy's a financial genius on par with Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, that might be coming back to him in the form of uh, some tax convictions, tax fraud convictions. I want to get his CPA's number, though, because, you know. He had a good run. He had a good run for a while there. It's very easy for the Bidens to cover anything as, it was just a payment for this, a payment for that, because the media doesn't press them on anything. You can go back to Joe Biden being like best friends with the Dixie crowd. He's like, oh, he used to be a segregationist. It's 1955 (laughs) now, he's changed. Or whatever year he ran. Um, And they'll face no pressure about it. They'll face no further questioning. They won't go further than the outer surface of it, where if Mm -hmm. it was President Trump and... Uh, one of his sons doing this stuff. Well, they say, well, what color was the frame of the mirror you're doing the crack off of? <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. We will be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor, uh, Relief Factor. So Relief Factor is there for those of you who, you know, maybe you just live in constant pain. Maybe you've reached the age where you're starting to get arthritis. Uh, maybe you've got back and neck issues like I do. I have mine from a car accident that happened a long time ago, and I just thought for a while, like, well, this is just life. You just live in constant pain, and that's the way things are until I tried Relief Factor. It is an all-natural alternative to pain medications, and it actually targets the inflammation in your body. So it's not going to be something that's like a Band-Aid that's just going to mask your pain, and then it's going to wear off, uh, and then you're going to just be in pain again. No, it actually targets the root cause of the pain. And I'll tell you this, if you live in pain, go to their website, try the three-week quick start. It's $19.95, but 70% of the people who order that go on to keep ordering it. So If you are living in pain, the odds are in your favor that Relief Factor can help you, and that can be life-changing. You can go get that three-week quick start over at relieffactor.com. That is relieffactor.com. More details are emerging on uh, the attempted murder of Derek Chauvin. We now know he was stabbed 22 times uh, in prison by, this is fascinating, a gang leader who also was a former FBI informant, which is not what you see typically. Uh, the snitches usually do not get promoted to gang leaders. So that's a fascinating turn of events for me. Um, but he was charged. This is John Terskak was charged with assault with intent to commit murder, assault with a dangerous weapon and assault resulting in serious bodily injury on Friday, um, which I'm sure he is really upset about since he was already in prison. Um, but it's it's interesting You know, you wonder how he got whatever weapon he got. They said it was an improvised knife, whatever that meant. Um, He clearly, he admitted he planned to do it. He wanted, he said he had the intent to do bodily harm and to commit murder. Um, And this was uh, in the media center. Derek Chauvin was minding his own business at a copy machine, was what I read. And this guy just came in and tried to kill him. But it's just very strange to me that a man who previously worked with the FBI would be like a police officer. No, no, <laughs> gotta get, we gotta eliminate him. Yeah. What am I missing? I mean, you know, if it was Hollywood making this story, then he's the person that, you know, they got to him on the inside. He's an inside they, guy. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. But I mean, we're a bunch but of conspiracy just, theorists. Yeah, no, no, no. This isn't Hollywood. So the guy probably got looked at wrong or something in the yard, and he just had it out for Derek Chauvin. Now, granted, he did it on Black Friday. He said in honor <laughs> yeah. of BLM, which is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, well, we're not someone dealing, needs to probably not dealing with him. the brain trust. What? I mean, how do you stab somebody twenty-two times and yet you still fail to kill them? That's a great point. I mean, this guy couldn't fall out of a boat and hit water. Obviously, it's a toothbrush. So we've got a cop. 
trying to get good with other prisoners by stabbing another cop. I don't understand. And, and yeah. the basis of this for the honor of George Floyd and BLM, haven't enough places been burned down in honor of George Floyd? But also, you were mean to a guy, and what, how does that carry over into prison terms of like, I don't like how mean you were to that guy on the outside, so let me stab you for it. Yeah. It screams of, you know, Sons of Anarchy style stuff where right. somebody was trying to get somebody else, but I would never say that. No, and nobody would ever believe that either, of course. And uh, I mean, next time, just paint a mural in your cell. <laughs> 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 Big George holding a pistol to a pregnant girl's stomach. Um, also, counterfeit money. It's really yeah. It throw, I, we throw enough money at the at cell block C and see if we can get one of them gold coffins. <laughs> Black Friday also has nothing to do with race. And and if money. and if they manage to uh, kill Derek Chauvin, I imagine that he probably won't even. They might have some kind of a service for the family, but I, he won't have six funerals like George Floyd. Had. That's what made me so mad when I read that the uh, his family was not even notified. Right. They didn't call them. They didn't notify them. They had to find out by reading the headlines, just like everyone else. They were not even notified by the jail, by the prison, nor the hospital that their family member had been stabbed that many times. I mean, that ha that has to be like borderline neglect. I mean, there's gotta be something, some kind of rule there uh, that they broke. I'm sure they won't face any consequences for it because that's just kind of the way things are now, like over in Fulton County. Um, two of Georgia. the three suspects, yes, Georgia, uh, two of the three suspects accused of setting fire to a Wendy's in Atlanta, Georgia, during the summer of love in 2020, uh, have accepted plea deals so they were both charged with conspiracy to commit arson in the first degree and two counts of first degree arson. They pleaded guilty and they have both been sentenced to five years in prison. Just kidding. It's probation, <laughs> a $500 fine and 150 hours of community service. So absolutely no jail time for people who burned down private businesses. Um, I won't make the obvious. I the, want the obvious contrast. Here. I want a biggie size number six spicy chicken sandwich right now. We're well, not going to get one at that. Not at, at that, that location. One. No, they, they didn't just set fire to it. They burned it to the ground, like to a crisp. And you make tonight on my show. You make a very valid and profound point about that tiered justice system in terms of how the government views these types of crimes mm -hmm. versus, say somebody moving a, a gate or a barricade at the Capitol on January mm -hmm. 6th, mm -hmm. um, somebody's private property, yeah, it's fair game. Mm -hmm. Burn it down, it's mostly peaceful. Right, yeah. You do look something at, in, on a federal property, it's another deal, unless you're a liberal. Yeah, I mean, if you're a liberal, you get to storm the Capitol, you, you get to, get to storm the a Supreme yeah. Court, you get to storm all of those things, and it's totally fine. And I don't know, I mean, these videos and pictures that we have, that is, whew, that is peaceful. Now, just so, just as a reminder to Congressman Jamal Bowman, this is where you would pull the fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> this, right here, you would The actual fire. Yeah. Andrew. At least make it a Burger King. Burger King is much. <laughs> Burger King's slop compared to Wendy's, okay? I, you know, I'm at a point now where I think Burger King's just a money laundering operation. It might be. Nobody yeah. eats that stuff. Yeah, three tiny patties with a, just a pound of mayonnaise on it. Is that the one that has the chicken fries? Yeah, yes, they do. Oh, I saw that commercial. I was like, absolutely not. It your way. We'll get sponsored soon enough. But I like how it all boils down to, as long as you're not being like mean, 
on, in the media, you can do anything. As a leftist, obviously, as a person in one of these situations during the summer of love, you could, uh, that old man died, you know, the breaking of the glass yeah. windows in downtown centers. In Atlanta, also happened with the Antiva thing when they were trying mm -hmm. to build a police training headquarters. And this situation, as long as you're not being mean to somebody, like, you're not just saying mean words, you're not being anti-trans or mm. uh, biphobic is a mm -hmm. big thing now in Canada. Uh, that you can pretty much get away with anything as long as you say, hey, you know, Orange Man bad or January 6th people bad. You can pretty much get away with anything. Mm. I think yeah. they tried to blame the Wendy's thing on somebody else originally. I might be wrong about that. Though. I'm going to try that. I'm going to say F Trump and then snatch the skirt off a tranny. That's so many <laughs> conflicting ideologies. Right? Yeah, they would not know what to do with that. See you, what would, you probably would break their brains, which yeah. would not be hard to do because they're already like right there. Boy, I can see where it would work, though, because you could say, you you know Trump, man, he owned the Miss Universe pageant. They had trannies in there, so F Trump. Start snatching, you know, snatching the jingle bells off of some dudes that are walking around with extra mascara. I'm going to leave that there. Uh, I'm just going to leave that there. Not in your mind, you're not. <laughs> you're going to replay that scene. No, 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 no. Jingle nope, bell. No, no. Deleted scenes from... Sarah's brain. <laughs> I was going to say Home Alone 2. <laughs> um, all right, we've got to uh, take another quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Fume. So, I don't know, you might like cold turkey on sandwiches, but there's actually a better way to break your habits. It's called Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. It's an innovative, award-nominated device. It's completely natural. It uses flavored air instead of vapor, and it has all natural flavors instead of those harmful chemicals that you would get otherwise. So, it's good. It's the habit you're free to enjoy. It tastes good, I should say. They've got all sorts of flavors, maple pepper, white cranberry. There's an orange vanilla. Uh, and it's going to come with an adjustable airflow dial and movable parts so you can de-stress while using it. So look, stopping is something you sometimes put off because obviously it's hard. But switching to Fume is actually very easy. They've served over 100,000 customers. They have thousands of success stories, um, some of whom I know. I know that it's worked for them. It can work for you as well. You can pick up the journey pack today. Head to try Fume.com and use code NEWS to save 10% when you get the journey pack. That is tryfum.com. Use code NEWS for an additional 10% off. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Cosmopolitan Magazine, which uh, deems itself to be the biggest young women's media brand in the world, has recently published an article uh, promoting satanic abortions to young women. This is an article titled, The Satanic Abortion Clinic That's Pissed Off Pretty Much Everyone and Might Beat the Bands Anyway. Uh, they also posted a video explaining the satanic abortion clinic that they named after Justice uh, Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito's mother. Here's some of that. So you know who Samuel Alito Jr. is, right? The Supreme Court Justice who helped kill Roe v. Wade. Cool. Well, did you know that there's a satanic abortion clinic named after his mom? Yeah. Well, it opened this year and it's called Samuel Alito's Mom Satanic Abortion Clinic. 
The name is intentionally obnoxious, but their mission is totally sincere. Here's a few things you should know about the clinic. It is a legit New Mexico-based telehealth practice. It's run by an accredited clinical team offering abortion care to patients within state lines. As I mentioned earlier, it just opened this year. The staff prescribes abortion pills up to the 11th week of pregnancy for $91 for a set of pills. Not bad. They also offer 24-7 phone access to licensed medical personnel to anyone in need. Yes, this clinic is actually run by Satanists who are an organized religious group. No, Satanists actually don't worship the devil. This is what they champion instead. No, you don't have to be a member of the Satanic Temple in order to be treated, but if you are treated, you are participating in a religious ritual. Cosmopolitan caught up with the TST staff and organizers seven months after the clinic opened and learned that they have an even bigger game plan underway. They might just topple state abortion bans and go to bat for your reproductive rights. Got questions? Drop them in the comments and read the story online. Let's call them. <laughs> so, are you really calling them? Yeah. <laughs> so, the name is like they want it to, they want to live in a reality, a separate reality. They're fantasizing about an alternate reality in which, uh, of course, Samuel Alito's mother actually aborted her son when he was an unborn baby in the, in the womb. And it's just fascinating because I just feel like if you are now on the side of the Satanists and you're now like, the Satanists are going to save us, like, that probably should be your first red flag that you're on the wrong side. Um, maybe, again, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe it's just me, but it's like, maybe check yourself and have some self-awareness that like it, Joining joining leagues with uh, with Satanists and Satan himself. Oh, I'm sorry. They don't worship the devil. That's just a that's just a falsity. Who do they worship then? You can't contact them via phone. It's huh. all through email. That's a you that's have a to shame. Join the thing, then you can call the Satan. So here, if you go to the contact thing, it says speak to the devil. He'd love to hear from you. I want to call. Like she pissed me off. She was obnoxious because like she had me going until she said, well, they don't worship the devil. And I'm like, well, damn it. <laughs> I thought this was going to be fun. I just like to throw these things out there just because people like to steal clips from the stuff that I say tongue-in-cheek with some humor. Yeah, and they yeah. try to say, you said you want to talk to the devil. Chad Prather worships the devil. Well, I mean, I'd love to have a chat. <laughs> he's done some stuff in my life that I didn't appreciate. <laughs> How disgusting for her to be like, $91 for a set of abortion pills, not bad. Like, $91, that's worth it to get rid of your own child in the womb. That's worth it to kill your baby. $91, what a steal. How is there no phone number? Oh the level of this content where it's like three second clips and me talking like this, but don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand it. <laughs> they don't actually worship the devil. This religion's okay. The rest of them suck. It's, <laughs> this is the best that they can do, and I want to know who gets convinced by this stuff. But on the other hand, I can't help but you know zoom out a little bit on Cosmopolitan. I looked up who owns them, this huge corporation that runs like L Magazine and the San Francisco mm. Chronicle. And you have to think about that these magazines now probably don't make any money. I don't know whose daughter has like a 17 mag subscription. And, and they must want to pump out this, this information or the, try these talking points on some of these websites that don't really move the needle for them just to see what they can get away with. How much further can we accelerate this degenerate stance that we have in leftism where it's like, hey, Satanism plus abortions, and what else are we going to go, like assisted suicide, are we going to throw that in there too? Let's see how forward we can push this and how fast we can do it on some of these outlets that don't matter, and maybe we'll get lucky. And maybe an influencer will pick it up like this and say, oh my God, isn't this great, you guys? <laughs> like, here's, I'm 3% of the screen, the content's the rest of it. Follow me and comment, 
Drop a comment below if yeah. you have any questions. So I'm on their Instagram here. They got thir thir <laughs> 13,800 followers, and they said, no DMs, please. So I DM'd them, and I said, why doesn't the clinic have a phone number? I need to speak with Satan. <laughs> uh, my, my embryo that is, uh, that is conceived in evil needs uh, to be delivered. Well, that's going to have to be a TBC to be continued. All they do is sell merch. All they do is sell merch. T-shirts, mugs, and that's it. Everything is all they do is sell. So they, I am pissed off, man. You talk about false advertising. Screw you, Cosmopolitan Magazine. I was ready to sign up and join the church. So, okay, so I, I want to play, speaking of joining the church, I want to play here. This is actually... How hard is it to sell your soul around here? Well, Andrew was talking about all of these influencers who make these insufferable TikToks. There was actually a witch to join both of your oh, points. Nice. A practicing okay, witch. Okay, we're bringing it back now. Okay, a practicing witch who went on TikTok to teach people how to have an abortion as a magical ritual. Here is some of that. How to practice abortion as a magical ritual, part one. Oh. My qualifications for teaching this, I am a witch who has had abortions and has used them as rituals. I've been through this twice. And it's birthing magic and death magic death simultaneously. Magic. If you are a womb body who has made the decision to have an abortion, what keep in mind that there is body? death and there is life. There has been a conception. A there is life that has been conceived. For me, I look at the abortions I've had as workings. So just like you would go through a spell and do things in a very specific order, you would you would lay things out in a very specific order because how we do our rituals and our workings and our spell castings, the order that we do them in is the order they play out in, in the physical, when the magic like really kicks in and our spirits that we have called on say it's time for that working to work. So if we look at an abortion and conception ritualistically, there's a life that has been conceived. Interesting, now there's say, life and yeah, death. No, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna carry my facetious behavior a little bit further because oh, good. the nonsensical. Somebody had sex with that. Somebody sat there and listened to that and then knocked her up. <laughs> Twice. How? Twice. But again, everything they're doing philosophically, logistically, everything they're doing flies in the face of what they typically purport, and that is that unborn fetus, their term, is not a human being. Everything they're saying, it flies in the face of that. You absolutely believe this is a human being. How do you, you can't sacrifice a protoplasmic blob, right. a clump of cells. That's not a sacrifice. Right. How is that honoring the dark lord? Yeah. It's not. You have to take a life. Yeah. That's what this ritualistic sacrifice is all about. You, you, you throw the virgin into the volcano, it's a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So again, this flies in the face of the logic of what Planned Parenthood and all these other moronic, idiotic, spiritually dark, deviant organizations push. Well, I mean, it, it's just, it's like with all uh, leftist radical ideas, first it's like, that's not happening. And then it's like, well, maybe it happens a little bit, but yeah. like, we don't love it. And now they're like, yes, we're killing babies. We're this is it. a life and we're killing it. And here's why it's good. We're giving terminology to it. I call it my workings. And then I'd have to yeah. do everything in order. And then we're going to give you 30% off on a mug and a t-shirt combo pack. And also, Andrew, what the hell is a womb body? That's what I was going to say. When we talk about womb bodies and workings and stuff, it sounds like 
a little bit how a professional wrestler talks behind the scenes about works and, and stuff like this. You don't really understand it. You sort of have to use your logic to apply it. Okay, they must mean, you know, a transgender person who may or may not be a man or a woman. Basically what it comes down to is they will eventually admit, as you're saying, that it is women and they will target women to be the ones who need to get the abortions because it'll become too convoluted at some point. Well, who are you asking to get the abortions? They can go in and get the abortion, but they actually can't because they're still a man. So eventually we're gonna have to target it down and we're gonna have to say, uh, these are women, these are children, and we need to abort them for Satanism or something. But it could also turn out to be another play for just merchandise that we don't know about yet. I, I think that's where we're at on that. I mean, reading between the lines, it's like, okay, because again, we talked about this earlier before we started with the show, is nobody's reading Cosmopolitan magazine. Nobody's reading Glamour. Nobody's reading Vogue, but they want to teach ninth graders how to do anal sex. I mean, they, 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 they do this stuff for... The, the fanciful fanfare that they have to put out there, mm -hmm. right? But, you know, it gets people talking about Cosmopolitan Magazine. I mean, Cosmopolitan Magazine used to be a feminist rag that was 268 pages of why you shouldn't have sex with the guy. <laughs> That's all it was. And, you know, and it smelled like perfume. It did smell like perfume. to bring that back. It bring it back. Like bring it back. And every now and then there was a provocative picture in there of a long-legged, flat-chested girl, and I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I miss the 80s. Um, so I feel like this is a really great time to remind you guys about our sponsor, this segment, Preborn. So all of this money that people are donating to, uh-oh, that, that's the devil. I'm manifesting. Satan just, Satan just came. He said, uh-uh, don't tell them about Preborn. I'm going to have Chad cough. I that witch. Uh, all that of their handed they are, they are donating all of this money to literally Satan, to the Satanic Temple um, for pro-abortion, pro-death causes, might I suggest that you counter that with a donation to Preborn. Um, so what Preborn does is they provide ultrasounds to expecting mothers, and they also provide, as much as the left likes to say, well, yeah, well, you take, maybe you'll take care of the baby, but what about afterwards? What about after the baby's born? You're not taking care of them. You're not helping women financially. Okay, well, Preborn offers postnatal care for up to two years after delivery. How's that? And uh, turns out, it's pretty life-changing when a woman actually goes in and she's not lied to and told, oh, this is just a clump of cells. Don't worry about it. It's not It's not a baby. It's like a watermelon or something. I don't know. They actually go into these clinics that preborn partners with. They hear the heartbeat. They see it on the ultrasound. And it turns out that this just, it clicks, which, of course, I know um, as a mom myself, it is a life-changing moment. And it turns out that she's twice as likely to choose life for her unborn child. The service is free to the mother. Obviously, it costs money to keep this thing going. So this is giving season. I'm asking you guys to give. You can sponsor an ultrasound for $28. That's the cost of, like, maybe a lunch to you and me, but it can actually mean the difference between life and death for a baby. They're saving 200 babies a day. Join us, please, right now through a match. Your gift will be doubled. You can donate securely by going to preborn.com slash Sarah, or you can dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That is preborn.com slash Sarah. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott is taking a victory lap over signing a bill into law that would make it a crime for illegal immigrants to be in the state of Texas. Uh, the bill is going to grant police officers in every agency the authority to arrest migrants entering the state illegally. Now, it is fascinating because, I mean, I, I would just say, like, 
There was a lot of talk and no action for a very long time by Texas uh, governor, Texas legislators, um, and what have you. Now, all of a sudden, we're like, hey, look at this great thing that we did. How many millions of illegal immigrants have you guys let in so far? And you keep, you know, threatening, oh, Greg Abbott's going to put out a press release that says, I'm declaring an invasion on the border. I'm declaring an invasion on the border. Where did that go? What happened? Oh, it was all talk and no action? Oh, interesting. And I'm sitting next to, uh, to my left here, someone who I feel like might have a few personal thoughts on this. Yeah, I mean, I ran against the guy for 19 months. Mm -hmm. I know, I mean, Greg Abbott is a sayer. He's not a doer. Mm -hmm. He's never been a doer. He doesn't care about that because he's a big government shill. He's a joke, and I don't care who that pisses off. You're not paying attention if you're not pissed off, too. He's always said that you bring up the invasion thing. Nothing was done about that. He was going to put Texas DPS down on the border. Nothing happened with that. Now he's going to make illegal things illegal. Wow, that is <laughs> revolutional right there, dude. I'm telling you, that blows my mind that illegal things are now going to be illegal in the state of Texas. He says now uh, they're going to have the ability to arrest them. They've always had the ability to arrest them for doing illegal things. But what are you going to do with them? See, because that's the problem right now. You, you're not going to deport them. You're not going to get rid of them. The only thing you have done, which was my idea, Greg, is put them on a bus and make a show out of sending them to sanctuary cities. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever talked about that until I talked about doing that. Yeah. And even then I said, you've got to put limits on that because you're busting them further into the states. And, and so, but again, they're already going further in the states, so you might as well, let's, let's strategically place them where we want them to go. And you know what? My idea works, doesn't it, Greg? Because now New York, Chicago, and all these places, I mean, Denver's handing out pamphlets at the border saying, please don't come to our sanctuary city. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to do anything. This does nothing. This is rhetoric, political rhetoric. I know, I know. But don't worry, he got the spot on Fox News to brag all about it, Andrew. And, and to that point, I just want to throw this in here. Uh, our good friend Jorge Ventura mm -hmm. was on the ground in California. And I, I know you guys will be shocked to hear we talk all about all these illegal immigrants. And, you know, we're not compassionate enough because these are just, you know, Mexicans and Venezuelans and all of these, you know, uh, El Salvadorians just looking for a better life. Oh, I don't know, because over in California, it looks a whole hell of a lot like a bunch of Chinese men, uh, young, strapping Chinese men waiting to come across the border. Yeah, I'm sure they walked the whole freaking way there. <laughs> I'm sure that that's what happened, and they're just here in search for a better life. But you know what? It turns out that that CCP uh, deal that Joe Biden did turned out to be really great for both China and Joe and Hunter. I think those are just Brazilian guys. <laughs> if you look at the border encounter numbers, they're still astronomical. So the end of the last fiscal year, um, the last two months were record-setting, right? And each of the last two years under Joe Biden have been record-setting in their totality. But the first month of the new fiscal year was still the second highest ever for border, cross, border encounters at the southern border. So it's not like it's slowing down. Mm -hmm. They'll right. say that, oh, I believe Greg Abbott said that the Texas is no longer the number one border crossing place. It is now uh, Tucson, Arizona. Well, congratulations. It's still only a couple hundred thousand a month, I guess, um, at, at the southern border. And they could shut it down overnight. Now, they can say that they have these problems with uh, Customs and Border Patrol cutting down the razor wire and, and removing their barriers. But at what point do you just say, no, we're not letting anybody exactly. in? Exactly. This has been within the realm of possibility for possibly thousands of years. And to your point about the busing to the people to the other cities, New York, Chicago, um, D.C. in some cases, I believe, I noticed that there's been a shift in tone from people like Eric Adams, mm -hmm and former alien mayor of Chicago, now new mayor of Chicago, um, that they don't even really 
they don't say we don't want to be a sanctuary city anymore. They don't say we need to send people back to their f former countries. They say just give us more money. Eric Adams has said multiple times that our system works. We just need more resources. So the solution to them is to not, you know, reduce immigration numbers and reduce um, illegal immigration or arrest people. Any of that, it's give us more money, taxpayer money, and this will be fine. Because if you walk around the streets of New York City and Chicago O'Hare Airport, people are just packed in there, people are just packing the streets, and only in Denver are they starting to really go home now because, you know, they don't have as many places to put them. They're saying, why would I wait on the streets in Denver where it's cold mm -hmm. when I could go back to Venezuela where it's warm? Right. A couple of families have actually said that. So I don't see, you know, these these rumors going around that Eric Adams is speaking out against immigration, so that's why they're going after him. What I see is Democrat cities, and even in Canada as well, they will say that all of this is fine, let everybody in and it's fine, as long as you keep giving us taxpayer money. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, let's go ahead and take a quick break. And then Listen, I want to take a break. Okay, that's well fine, we're taking a break. We'll be right back. Just breathing, God. Sarah? I want to play for you guys, Joe Biden, over the weekend. Things are going, things are going great. We're talking about primetime enemies. I, I'm, things are going great with Joe Biden. Here's a clip of him over the weekend. And by the way, with other movies and movies, she's earned a Golden Globe and a primetime enemy. What? Enemy. <laughs> That's me. What? Primetime Emmy. Enemy. That's me. I mean, that was a lucid moment for Joe. Isn't it great how his brain doesn't work? Isn't it great how the president can't think you guys? I wish he was flying my plane. <laughs> oh, man, he is. Things are going really well. Uh, and I'm sure you guys will be shocked to hear that Jill Biden had to uh, explain to him where to go when he was up there on stage because he was, as usual, totally lost. Let's watch that real quick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Distinguished guests, please remain in your seats as the president and the first lady and the honorees depart. Shufflesworth over here is like, turn, shake hands, and I... Back in my day, we didn't shake hands because of the Spanish flu. Oh. It's like Shane Gillis says, he's like a Roomba vacuum cleaner. It really is. <laughs> he just kind of Bumping bounces off of things and goes the other direction. <laughs> Um, thank you guys for being here. It's our fun. pleasure. Thank Andrew, you. thanks for being here. Come back soon. Oh, you know I will, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.